Hello out there in podcast land and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight of the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Maestro and a- Adam. Hello! 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 La la la. This week, we're watching 2016's Hardcore Henry. This is a movie selected by Adam. Uh, he explained last week why he picked this one. So why don't you just, if there's any new listeners, why'd you pick this movie, Adam? Uh, I just wanted to do something more recent. We do a lot of movies that are like 90s, uh, maybe 2000s. early 2000s. So this uh-huh. is 2016. I think this is probably the most recent movie we've done to date. Uh, I think we did 2015, one or two. But, uh, yeah. I just and, and then Hardcore Henry popped up on the list. I was like, oh, I, I remember wanting, being curious about it because <laughs> mm-hmm. the whole first person thing interests me. Uh, we talked about it on the Doom podcast, which you can check out in the archives. That, that there was a scene in Doom where it was all first-person shooter, and I was like ecstatic about it. Oh, and I said it took like a week to shoot or something. Like it took forever to shoot. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, now a whole movie based on that. I was like, I'm in. And then <laughs> it came out in theaters, and it disappeared really quickly. I didn't, didn't hear anything about it, uh, but so, I still had a curiosity about it. So you were why curious? Sure. What? You want to know why? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. I'm quite curious. Sure. A little, a little uh, redundant and repetitive in that statement. True. I just wanted you to say that, and then when you said why curious, I would just go and put a B in there for you. Oh. Very good. <laughs> You're right, Adam. 20, we did a few 2015 movies. Okay. This is the most recent relevant movie okay. that was we've one ever John done. Wick, or was that 2014? I think when we did John Wick, it was... A year later, something like that. I'm yeah, trying to, try to find it on our list. That doesn't matter. That's yeah, fine. <laughs> so let me chew. Uh, let me chew with the uh, usual stuff. Oh, I just closed my notes. Sorry about that. Yeah. The brief synopsis of the film. Oh yeah, you. Oh, you have it right there. Okay, cool. Because I usually get it for IMDb. Uh, okay. Oh, do you want to read the synopsis, oh, Adam? Sure. <laughs> uh, before we get started, let's get you the brief synopsis of the film. <laughs> Henry is resurrected from death with no memory. And he must save his wife from a telekinetic war lord <laughs> with a plan to bioengineer soldiers. And this is at the beginning of every show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen this before? Uh, no, I have not. <laughs> this will be my first time as well. My first time as well. So this is the triple blind. <laughs> yeah, this is a triple blind oh, yeah. episode. Usually one of us has seen... No, I think this happened no, once a, before. A blind episode is when we record a podcast oh, yeah. without having oh, seen oh, it we, at all. No, one of one of us has to be explain the the yeah exactly. Yeah. Do you remember why why that exists? Uh, somebody forgot to watch a movie. I forgot to watch Delta was it Force. You? Yeah, it was me. <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, sorry, I didn't watch Delta Force." Just explain to me what happens. And then the story you guys explained to me, I was like, "What yeah. the fuck happens in this movie?" We, we did it again since with uh, with Jester. I think once with a uh, stolen. Oh, that Nick Cage movie. Yeah, yeah. and That's then we right. did one uh, or several with Maestro, not having seen the movie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, this one we have seen the movie. It's just the first time for all of us. Yeah. So, did you have any expectations going into this? Me? Yeah. I kind of expected it to be Doom-esque from the get-go with a lot of parkour. That's pretty much the extent of the entire movie <laughs> I thought it was going to be. Oh, well, you nailed it. Parkour, oh, yeah, right? par- <laughs> parkour, parkour. Parkour, parkour. Parkour, parkour. Mifflin at its best. Yeah, man. This is what happens in their, real, in their head. Yeah. Oh, this is what they're imagining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, this is what they're saying happen as they jump from 
uh, desk chair to desk. There was a point in this movie before I give you my ins- my like, what did you ask? Uh, uh, expect oh expect before I give yeah. my expectations. There was a scene where he was doing parkour, and I was thinking, holy shit! Like, did did they film this movie like? Like real stuntmen and shit, like doing parkour. But the first scene, they're he, they're fucking falling from the sky, and I'm like, oh, never mind. There's yeah. clearly CGI in this movie. Yeah, uh, a, a lot of it was practically done with uh, some CGI. Yeah, yeah. I'd say I, remember, I heard an interview with a guy recently, and uh, his his st- version of telling a story it got me amped to see it, but then I never did uh, <laughs> until I remembered this time. Oh, uh, my expectation. I saw the trailer for it at some movie in the theaters, and. My wife, Sarah, looked at me and she's like, ugh, please don't tell me you want to watch that. I go, <laughs> I don't know if I want to watch that. Like, it's a good gimmick, but I don't know if you can do it for a full 90 minutes. Yeah. They almost didn't. It, I mean, it mm. it worked in Doom. Yeah. That's only because only we, know what, we know what Doom is. Yeah. Right? And we're waiting for that scene. Yeah. yeah. And it only lasted, like, what, 10 seconds? No, no it was like about a few minutes. minutes. Yeah, it was yeah. a few minutes. I'm, I'm, I'm referencing because it wasn't the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, in comparison, yeah, relatively, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. not figuratively, yeah. What what expectations did you have, Adam? Yeah, I, I I was excited because I thought, yeah, it's a it's a great. It's never been done before, yeah. And I'm curious to see how they do it. And I I, I thought, how can you? How can this be bad? Because mm-hmm. that's just such an awesome gimmick. <laughs> oh my, <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like it sounds like going in, yeah. That me and Maestro, this wasn't our cup of tea, and it sounds like you're going to defend it, but it also sounds like, eh. No, I'm not going to do much defending. <laughs> okay. For this show, um, it's I consider it not a good movie. This is rare, where all three of us are like, yeah, uh, they don't like it. Well, it's because it's it's just like watching Blair Witch, with a, like, it's, but instead of like having a hand cam, a handy cam, they're using like what? Um, GoPros. GoPros. That's yeah. the only difference. So they can use both their hands. It's the only difference. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, I do have to say that the the, the fact that they pulled it off is impressive. Yes, it, it, to be able to do that and do, get all the shots that they did. Uh-huh. That that is something that you, you cannot say was was badly done. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just the, the story. I didn't like the story at oh, all. Oh, I like the story. But did you? Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't like the rest of it. Okay. So uh, Corolla and Bill Simmons talk about. They they came up with the title like face off. They came up with the title first. Okay. Do you think they came up with all right? We figured out how to shoot it. Oh, what do yeah. we do story wise? Sure. I don't know. Just there's androids and yeah. there's a guy who can move objects with his mind. Yeah, Go. The, the pitch meeting was we're <laughs> going to film how we're this first film. person. Uh huh. The whole movie is first person. So if he walks, you see his point of view. Uh huh. And that's the whole movie. And they were like, <laughs> Oh my god, it's what's like, before? They're like, What's it about? Uh, wait, wait. Um, yes, it has. What? Blair Witch was the first one. Well, not the first one, but one of the first no, ones. No, not like this. No, no, no. No, because you're seeing it from the perspective of a camera. Yeah. This is, this is through the you're, eyes. You're in. Literally through the eyes. Which yeah. are cameras. All right. Yeah, they use it. They, they, for now, for when you do uh, 3D uh, program, 3D um, programming. Printing? No. Um, filming. For the theaters, when they do mm-hmm. 3D, they have two cameras, one like slightly offset from the other, and basically that yeah. gives you that sense of perception. Yeah, yeah. right. Same thing. No, because you're filming stuff in 3D that is not always first person. So you're yeah, telling me it's, that- it's a narr- it's still like a narrative structure. It's it's a it's a typical movie style. Some things are coming It'd at the just, camera, but it, the- yeah, it would just be us three talking. But it's not from my point of view, the 3D style. Yeah, 
Okay, that, that makes sense. I'm just yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. the whole idea about 3D oh, imaging yeah. using the cameras right next to each other. That's the same sequence for two having two eyes. Right. Yes. Okay. Now I'm also saying the whole point about having uh, the cameras as eyes in the situation for the 3D movie is similar to the Blair Witch, where they had the camera literally holding up right next to their face, using it wherever they looked at the same thing. So technically, within like a certain stretch, it's exact same thing. Actually, I, I disagree. I think. What Adam's trying to say is they've never done it with GoPros because most films use like professional cameras. They they used a camera we can buy at like Target. Yeah, and they they mounted it on uh, on helmets and stuff to to give you the perspective that you are him walking down the street. The, the closest thing to this, and it actually might uh, prove Maestro's point, is uh, Cloverfield. That, that that is that that was all first person camera mm-hmm. with, with T.J. Miller, right? Yes. Yeah. He was the cameraman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that I guess it is, but. It, not in this style, where you, you're seeing his perspective, kind of, but there are times where the camera falls and he has to run to get it type of thing. Yeah, it, it's also like the Blair Witch. It's from the point of view of a camera. Th- th- those, are found, yes. those are found footage. Yes. Somebody recorded it with a camera, so we quote-unquote found the footage and we're putting the footage together. This yeah. one, you're actually seeing the guy, his arm. You can't see me at home yeah. or in the <laughs> office, but you can see the guy swing his, his arms, arms, swing his arms as he's walking. So it's like... You are in the body of the person you see, and I don't know if you notice this, but the lenses—it looked rounded at the corners. Yeah, bub- it's called oh. fish bubble. Fish bubble, yeah. yeah. So fish, it looks like lens. so it looks like yeah, it looks like your eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, get, I get what you mean. Yeah. So it, it's 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 the first of this kind. There have mm-hmm. been movies like it, but as far as this goes, D- Doom was the only one that did this, as far as my knowledge goes, where they did the first person thing. for uh, like a minute or two. Yeah, yeah. And there's, there's plenty of videos on YouTube and on Facebook that you see people doing this parkour stuff, running around and doing things. Like, it looks, it looks pretty cool. Parkour, parkour. Yeah. But after two minutes is over, like, okay, moving on, next video. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel about this movie. Like, this, this is like, all right. I, this, this would be great in small segments, but you can't do a story about it. You can do cool stunts, but you can't make a story based in this, in this world. I thought a lot of the action sequences, the way they set it up, had a really, uh, gory mm-hmm. and, a, um, in your face type of, uh, um, feel to it because the point about it was is whenever you're watching an action flick whenever you're doing something like that they, the suspense the actual breaking of the bones you don't see it from the point of view where you're that close yeah, yeah. at the most you get it from like maybe a third person point of view from a few feet away yeah this one is like you're literally doing the breaking of the arms <laughs> yeah you are you like, see the head explode yeah, in front of you yeah. yeah that is the suspense the 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 thrill of the fight of the fight of the movie but unfortunately, it's also, I think, what pushed me away with it, too, is because there's too much of it. I mean, it's almost to a point of desensitizing my whole... Um, it hurts. I, I think just the gimmick wears off fast. It does. The fir- Like, that opening scene's cool, like, the falling through the sky, and then the, his first, like, fight yeah. in the parking lot. Yeah. But then... It just keep and it just and then it just stays the same and it's just like yeah, at that point the I'm gimmick is gone the, yeah. and now you were stuck with a bad movie yeah. yeah and then it doesn't improve until towards the end when they finish the bad guy off yeah that last sequence was pretty cool on the roof where he had to fight off all those like uh, when he put it, like adrenaline in himself yeah, yeah. see I, I didn't like that part so much mainly because I like Queen and, yeah, and that too. Queen song oh, okay, came yeah, on yeah, that was I, I, th- I think that's why that, I liked that, it that was well timed yes. the way they put that together it was great that that it was a great scene for. What it was supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, I had a lot of problems with it as far as... Mm-hmm. We'll go into that. Okay. Yeah, we'll get into that. Will we? <laughs> yeah. you know? we got the time. I think, my, I think my big problem with the movie is I don't like video games. 
Uh, the only video game I like is Madden. Right. And I like watching football, and that's like watching Madden. Yeah. Um, and I don't like like shooter video games. And I think because I don't like shooter video games, I didn't like this because it's like I'm watching my friends play a video game. <laughs> I think that's like my whole thing because when I would go to my best friend's house, <laughs> they would be like playing Call of Duty all day. Okay. When I was younger. And I would just – I was stuck watching them play Call of Duty. And I'm like, this is fucking boring. Why am I here? And like that's how I, I got the same like vibe. It took me back to that. I see. Watching just the first person, bang, 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 bang. And I'm like not doing anything. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that I could watch other people play. 007, I could watch other people play. Yeah, because I know that game. Yeah, yeah but, I like but there that was game. also – when you guys were all big in, on Halo and I, I, I never got into it. <laughs> I, I'd sit around. You guys had land parties at, at your place. Mm-hmm. Everybody brought their TVs over to the garage. Yeah. And we sat in, in the circle eating pizzas and whatnot. I'd be sitting with my friend Tony. We'd just be eating pizzas. Like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't. I could not get into Halo. I could not watch Halo. Uh, it, so maybe that's that's what you're talking about. Yeah. So I, I do understand that feeling. That's why I, I I think like psychologically, it took me back to that moment of being at my friend's house, just watching them play, just bored out of my mind. And I, and it was a combination of that and the gimmick wearing, wearing off from like, okay, yeah, same thing. Plus, it, it was very confusing for the first. The storyline like, is fucking confusing. Yeah, when the third Murdoch act keeps, yeah. keeps showing, and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, he keeps on dying and coming back. Yeah, it's very confusing. Because and what messed me up about it too was Maestro came over last night. We, um, or no, we were talking last night playing uh, Elder Scrolls mm-hmm, online. Mm-hmm. And he had already seen the movie. I hadn't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. And he made a comment like, I like the little twist at the end. So in my, in my brain starts trying to figure out what the <laughs> twist is. And so the way my brain was trying to put it together was, this isn't really happening. This is all like a simulation mm. of some kind. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to wake up in a, in, a, in a hospital bed or something. Or he, like, they're trying to train uh, AI type of mentality of uh, like surrogates type of style. Oh, uh, yeah. But then that didn't come. Then the, when the twist actually came, I was like, oh, that, wow. <laughs> it was it was much more disappointing than the twist I'd created in my mind for it. <laughs> Which twist are you talking about? Uh, the w- w- explaining why, where Murdoch comes from. Mur- Murdoch? That's the twist you're talking about. Yeah, I wasn't caring about that twist. Oh, what? Was, what? Oh, about the, fact the wife. That, the wife. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Ah. I guess it was a twist, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it was fatigue. It must have been fatigue. What? The, yeah, the, the, fatigue? The, the gimmick, the, once it wore off, it's just kind of like, okay, I, I don't really care what happens anymore. The story is not good enough to carry it past the gimmick. No. So uh, is, this is probably a 45-minute film. This, this would have been good as like a web series that was released over the course of a year. Yes. Okay. Where, where you see Ep- five like minutes. episodes. Yeah. yeah. Instead of like uh, talking about how good or bad this movie is just because, it, let's explain to the listeners what goes on in this movie and make, let them make that decision as well. Okay. It starts off just like a video game, mm-hmm. where you you it's it's first person. You come to you, you you come to you like wake up out of a coma. You're in a hospital bed, and there's somebody giving you exposition about what your character is, uh-huh. telling teaching you how to move your hands and feet. Uh-huh. So it's, it's exactly like a video game of that sense. So if you were a character, this Henry person, this is perfectly illustrates the way a video game is. Yes. Uh, then we find out that the place is being. Uh, broken into and they need to escape they get into an air pod and they get fired off of the ship which apparently is in the middle of the sky somehow mm-hmm. uh, well, most planes are yeah, yeah but it's like a laboratory it's a blimp yeah, yeah but you don't know that yeah you just think you're in a hospital or something it's like one of those uh shield things what do they call those the helicarriers helicarriers yeah mm-hmm. that's basically what it what they're in 
but not in the water, in the air. Right. They were in the air in the Avengers. Yeah. In the first Avengers. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Right, also, right, Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D., it's like entirely in the air. Those, those, those helicarriers. Uh, but. That's fine. So, they, they escape from the pod. It crashes to Earth. Um, in the middle of a freeway, which seems to be abandoned somehow, because there's mm-hmm. no cars driving, except for now the militia guys that are coming to take them over. Did, this is, I was wondering this while watching. Did this movie take place in America? No. No, I think it was in Russia. Okay. Possibly. I mean, the main actor is, is I think, Russian, no? And the uh, director's Russian, too. Okay. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's Russian. Okay. Because there's a lot of Russian subtitle things that were happening. Uh-huh. Uh Yeah, so he, he crashes down, and uh, he's... Like his his wife uh, is trying to get him to activate. Pretty much, like go hit him, do something, go 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 gadget gun, <laughs> right? Go and, fight, win, don't lose. And he's not doing very good at fighting, he, and he's losing, and, and he can't talk. Yeah. Oh yeah. We get interrupted, <laughs> which was fine, I guess. This is the way they had to explain the, the him not talking the entire thing because that might have been a little confusing if he was talking throughout the movie. Yeah. But they they before they activated his voice module, that's when they got ambushed by. A bunch of people. Mm-hmm. So the bad guy in this movie, he looks like a blonde albino. He has telekinetic powers. He can move objects with his mind. Yeah. So I'm I, watching it. I, I didn't know this going in. So no. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. Based on what I saw from the trailer, I thought it was just going to be like, I didn't know this guy was like a robot. I thought he was just like a badass, like James Bond spy. Yeah. yeah. Me too. And then he's got a robot arm and there's a fucking guy who can move objects with mind. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? And this is the first three minutes of the movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I was actually really turned off about the idea about having the main bad guy being super kinetic. Or, he sh- he should have just been like a mercenary with a gun who's like a badass. Yes. Like, why are you introducing all this weirdness? Supernatural shit. Yeah. Not he, supernatural. Just well, it doesn't look like it's supernatural. Yeah. I mean, every time I, he, I said the wrong one. Yeah. Because every time <laughs> he uh, uses his powers, he starts bleeding. Oh. Oh. So it's like he overexerts works. himself. Yes. He's using up all his mana. He's going to be tapped out soon? Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, like okay. In video games, when you're going to cast a spell, you require a certain amount of mana. Uh, uh, not like the magic mana. That's a, oh, a little bit different. That's what I would Well, actually, it is like the magic mana, but not magic the gathering mana. More like magic the mana from like Final Fantasy mana. Yeah, or Chrono Trigger. Not Chrono Trigger. Final Fantasy. That's a better one. Yeah, that's a better one. Yeah. So my <laughs> magic is different? Yeah, it's a little bit different. Or uh, well, It's the same concept. Or, you need enough to do it. Yeah, but yeah. It, it, it recharges the, it over time. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily play by the same rules. Or you can okay. take a potion and give yourself more mana. It's like, it's just pretty much like your health bar. It goes up and down depending okay. on how much spells you use. Yeah, and it can be super boosted, added spells. with whatever armor he wears or Bengals. Right. See, I don't play video games. <laughs> I, I only play Madden. Yeah. Oh, so oh, so this would be the running back speed. Yes. As you exactly. use it more, it's dying. Exactly. So when the play's over, his speed is gradually coming yeah. back. Right. Perfect. Cool. Wow. Yeah, the, the whole thing about telekinetics, it didn't need to be in this movie. Yeah, that's, no. what, that's what I'm saying. He could have just been, like, the Punisher. He could have just been a guy with a gun who's, like, an awesome yeah. shot. You already have one giant gimmick. Why are you <laughs> trying to add more? You think that maybe the reason why they're doing that is just to make it look like something more ca- eye-catching? They like say, like, oh, we can do this with the 3D graphics, too. Why not supposed to make yeah. it look all weird? It's, it's mostly to show him floating in first person. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So you, to use, like, the cable strings to, uh-huh. to pull him away from the, the Earth. And randomly, while still in first person, which which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. The first time around. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything was pretty cool the first time around. Yeah. After it keeps happening, it's like, all right. 
I thought it was I thought it was really interesting with the um, the Murdoch murders. Okay. Yeah, so we got to talk about Murdoch now. Okay. So yeah, I, there's 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 a small fight scene. The first one that's uh, down once, once he crashes, um, and then it looks like he's about to die, and then a guy shows up and kills the other mercenaries that are there, and it is Murdoch. And uh, Shar told Copley. Yeah. Char- yes. Exactly. Uh, he, he Murdoch is his name in the A Team. Yes. The A Team movie. The only we, other thing that he's known for pretty much. Uh, District Nine. Okay. Yeah. But that would, that was a voice, wasn't it? Oh no! No, he was the guy. I keep yeah. every time I hear District Nine, I think of that other movie that's a claymation. Of, like they're like uh, oh nine nine yeah, yeah no 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 District Nine is uh, that's an awesome movie. Okay, I think I don't, I don't think I've seen that one. You've seen that right, Mason? Oh yeah, District Nine, the insect one. Yeah, it's an awesome movie. Is that Matt Damon? No, that's, no, that's Elysium. Elysium. Damn it. Jinx. <laughs> Have you seen? You can't uh, jinx on a podcast. I know. <laughs> Have you seen the one with uh, Guy Ritchie? Where the president's daughter is being held in the moon on the moon, so they have to get an ex-con to fly up to the moon to like break her out. It's like Escape from New York, but this, in space. This feels like a Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> Am I wrong? I'll look it up. <laughs> Maybe Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, yeah, I can see the Stallone. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll okay. Well, in the Con- meantime, well, yeah, yeah. So we see Murdoch for the first time. Yeah, he basically tries to take him uh, away from the situation, trying to save him to his lab. Yeah. So a lot of this information is a little bit difficult to get around because a lot of this is done in the middle of the heat of the action, the moment. That's what this whole movie is, in the heat of the moment. Yeah. So it is nonstop action. Yeah. You don't get that chance to wind down to like gather information, emotion or anything like that. It's a lot of it is just like adrenaline pumping, go, 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 go. Right. So when you're trying to f- facilitate a story along with that, it's very difficult. But I feel like Shardo Copley, a.k.a. Murdoch, did a really decent <laughs> job. And like completely like blowing my mind through the majority of the movie, dying like in the first like what thirty seconds of him showing up, yeah. and then coming back in the next thirty-one seconds of him disappearing. It was very confusing. <laughs> this, this is this is where I started like, what is happening right now? Because the, he gets taken out like with a sniper bullet while mm-hmm. he's driving the car. Yeah, the car crashes, uh, and then I think it explodes. Yep. Uh, he, and then he's the homeless guy on the bus next. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, hey, what's that suit that guy's wearing? And it's like a flame, fl- uh, flame-proof like a suit because the guy's rocking a flamethrower. Yeah. yeah. And, and then he, burn, he burns to death in that one. Uh-huh. And yeah. Then, and then somehow he comes back again. Yeah. It's, it's like, what is happening? Yeah. I mean, have you – if you look through all the types of uh, uh, Copley's there were in this movie, have you – did you like count how many different ones there were? Oh. Uh-uh. It's got to be did at you? least a dozen. I, I – um, Let's see. I'll get back to that number because I had to remember. I need to remember. Okay. Well, there's the on the bus. The first one, the nerdy guy, the uh-huh. drug addict one at uh-huh. the at the brothel. Yeah. Uh-huh. The one in the wheelchair. That's, that's the, the main one. one. That's the main one. The, yeah. The, the French guy. Uh-huh. The French guy. The, uh, the Sinatra guy. Uh huh. <laughs> that's right. The punker. Yeah. And, the punker. Uh, the the German type person that's in nine. the uniform. Yeah, that's nine so far. Nine. Nine. That might be it. Um, ghillie suit? The ghillie suit? Ah, yes. The ten. ghillie suit, man. It's ten. Okay. So uh, I just found it up to a dozen in case we missed it. So, yeah. So uh, I was right. <laughs> this is the movie, Maestro? Lock out. I have not seen that one. Listen to this synopsis. I think this is a coming soon for us. Okay. <laughs> you ready for this, Adam? A man wrongly convicted of conspiracy to commit espionage against the U.S. is offered his freedom if he can rescue the president's daughter from an outer space prison taken over by violent inmates. Wow. Yes. It's America pr- has prison. I didn't hack the database. 
I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> this is like this is basically what what he's saying is because America has got no more room in on the world for prisoners. They've moved them out, out of outer space now. It's Escape from New York, but in space. By the way, uh, I'm not sure if this is accurate, but I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, the Fugitive, mm-hmm. that's where the whole saying comes from. Uh, it wasn't me. It was a one-armed man. Yes. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, from Ace Ventura. Yeah. yeah. But I, I hear that in, all, in a bunch of other places as well. Well, The Fugitive was a TV series first in oh, the 60s. It? Oh. And then they made a movie out of it. Ah. Yeah. So The Fugitive movie is technically a remake. What was it? Not nothing. But in the TV series, it, it's the same. There's one-armed a man? one-armed man who kills his wife, and he has to go look for the killer. He's on the run. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. I think it was a mask, by the way, he says that. It was in me. It was you when you're me. Oh, yeah. yeah. It might have been the mask. Yeah. Like not, not Ace Ventura. Yeah. I can see him in, in the mask suit saying that. Well, <laughs> anyway. Anyways, that's what Jim Carrey would say that anyways. Yeah. <laughs> That's a badass movie. Yeah. Fugitive. I like Fugitive a lot. I saw that when I was way too young to watch it. I, was, I think I was like maybe eight. Or yeah? Something. Yeah. How'd you watch it out of your my, uh, bubble? I was being babysat. Uh-huh. By accident. By, by, so they weren't there. By my grandfather. Okay. And, uh, he watched it. and I so it. You're going to learn how to kill. What? Yeah. I think I also saw Six Sad World or something. Or no, no. Sick World. Six Sad World is a fictitious TV show from Daria the, yeah, yeah. from MTV. No, it's the uh, Mad, 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 Mad World. That's what I saw. The, oh, the black and white Which movie. Which is a fictitious yeah. joke. They're on a treasure hunt. <laughs> yeah. And they have to like all drive rat to... Rat Race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rat Race is like a remake of that movie. It's right. a Mad, 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 Mad World. Anyway. So we get Murdoch uh, number... What are we on? Two now? Three? Three. three. Uh, yeah. So the, he gets burned up in the bus. That's two. Uh, and then... Oh, Jesus. It, this is going to be too hard to it, it try really to run is. through. Okay, Pretty much so, the main beats are he finds out he's... He wakes up, like you said, in the video game. He's an android now. He crashes to Earth. The bad guys take his wife. So now he has to get his wife back. And now it's just action sequence, action sequence, action sequence. Uh, and Murdoch <laughs> is trying to help him uh, get the bad guy because mm-hmm. we don't know. No, no, no. We do know. Well, yeah, we know later. But yeah. during the movie. Okay, the first off. We don't know, we don't know Mur- Murdoch's motivation. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but he knows a lot about Henry. Yeah. Because basically he knows even the ins and out or outer workings of how Henry works. Like, for instance, his battery power, his booster power, everything behind his abilities to do everything. He's able to fix Henry. Yeah. yeah. And he gives Henry the first assignment to take out this one bad guy that's got the augmented the, uh, the energy booster in his yeah, chest. for his heart. Yeah. So right. that, that way he doesn't die. Yeah. Which... Uh, as Henry, if I woke up this way, and this uh, random guy, hey, go kill that guy for me, and so I can save you. <laughs> okay. Well, he, they expl- he explains it before. I mean, like when they pull, he plugs him in to the battery. Yeah. By the way, he gets plugged in by uh, was it a two millimeter headphone jack? Yeah. And that's and that's how you get a reading. And it has like thirty minutes to live. Yeah. If he doesn't get the thing, the, yeah. the thing in his heart. I, I thought it was going to turn into Crank. Have you ever seen Crank? I was, yeah. about, I was about to say. I was literally about to say charged? that. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's constantly this charged. This is first heart. person Crank. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so he's trying to get to the guy to find his wife, and then that guy's trying to get to him for because he's a bad guy. But not a bad guy. And then, uh, <laughs> so Murdoch is helping him all this way with different iterations of Murdoch. Eventually, they end up at Murdoch's uh, lab, and Murdoch tells him, hey, it's me in the wheelchair. I'm controlling all these people. These are all clones of mine. Now, finally, it makes sense why there's so many of him and why he keeps dying and coming back. Yeah. Uh, and then we find out that Hardcore Henry, apparently, he's been broadcasting a signal to the main bad guy 
of his location. So he, so Murdoch thinks he's being betrayed, but instead of killing him, he's like, hey, it still works together anyway, and we're going to kill all these people. Because because uh, Murdoch believes Henry that he doesn't know what he's doing. There's a lot of trust between these two people that never met each other before. Yeah. And so now it's, all right, got to take this guy out. So now they're chasing him down. Murdoch uh, dies for real. And now they get to the roof. That's basically the roof scene is the next notable thing to talk about, which is the end of the movie. <laughs> my, besides the roof scene, I think my favorite action sequence was on the road where he got on the bike. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And with the with the with Murdoch's uh, two other female helpers. Oh yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, the they have his wife in in an armored car or something. Yeah. And there's like a convoy of cars. This this was really cool. This is the scene in the trailer. Where I was like, "Holy shit, that looks fucking awesome!" Yeah, he's jumping from car to car. Uh huh. Yeah, throwing grenades and then like exploding, landing on a bike, keep on going, kill the other thing. Yeah, taking a, a machine gun and ripping through the, the van with just the machine gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it, that was pretty damn cool. And but I'm also glad they explained that he's an android to be able to survive all the things that he does survive. Because yeah. he goes through some stuff. Yeah, like some. Yeah. Like he he survives a lot better than uh, uh Wahlberg did in uh, Planet of the Apes. Oh, the, last week. Yeah. Oh yeah, because <laughs> Wahlberg was uh, you weren't here for that one, Maestro. Mm-hmm. So apes, you know this. Apes are super strong, right? They're like they're way stronger than a human being. An ape. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so these apes know how to fight these warriors, and they're just punching Mark Wahlberg, and nothing's happened to him. He's they're like flying bones. twenty they, feet they in fly, the air. They hit him so hard he flies twenty feet that way, uh-huh. and he just gets up like I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> You know why, right? Why? He's got padding on his jaw bones mm. and his cheekbones. Didn't you mention padding? Yeah. yeah. On his bones or something? Yeah. 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 It absorbs yeah. donkey punches. Yeah. Seriously. Have you seen the cheekbones on that guy? He's like huge. <laughs> They've got padded. Yeah. Or something like like titanium or adamantium. Yeah, so, that's fake. Do you think Henry, because um, he's part... He's, He's part android. Is it just like his like leg is android and his no, no, arms no. android? His whole body apparently. No, his par- whole body. Basically, he's a mix between both. Um, he does require still blood. Uh, he does have a pancreas, uh, liver, and stuff like that. But he also has like his skeletal structure, his adrenaline function. Everything is still uh, human. I don't know. Cause towards the end, he rips open his chest to replace a battery. Yeah. And it looks. Yeah, because yeah, he rips it because he, he doesn't have like the nerves. This nerve sensor is gone. From the brain. Yeah. That's how he was able to do that. And everything else... But part- if he was human, you'd still bleed out from that. Yeah, unless, of course, the, the, the pericardial cavity was replaced with a with a different system. See, I, I feel it's more of a Terminator type of thing. Or I was about to bring that up. I was going to say, because he's been through so much shit. Is his face, like, peeling off, like, in T2? Yeah. Like, no, it's, it's, we see his face at one point. Yeah, and it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, I mean, which is kind of weird, because he literally, like... <laughs> yeah, he's takes his eyeball out. And, yeah, he took his own eyeball. <laughs> and killed the guy with it. And put it back in. Wait, no, that was after. It took his eyeball out after the fact. Even the even yeah. the point, it, you put it back in. Yeah. At one point, his eyeball is coming out of the socket. Yeah, that, and they had to fix it. That's what that whole weird, like, uh, one one eye going this one, one eye going the other way. Yeah, I think that was what, interesting. That was right after the tank, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, the tank. Yeah. That was funny. I like the part where he tried to ride the horse, and we thought he was doing like, a little riding on <laughs> the horse. Yeah. That was fun. He tries to get a horse, and the music swells like he's about to do some riding off, and then he just horse knocks takes off the off. horse. <laughs> Yeah, the horse kicks it, bucks him off, and he's just like, huh. So those clones, so this is where I'm confused. Mm-hmm. So when Henry goes to the roof of the building, yeah, those clones? Those aren't clones. Those are other people that are like Henry. Just so not, they're other androids. Yeah, but not with his specific programming. They're okay. augmented. Yeah. So what's the bad guy's plan? Uh, did he ever mention it? I'm, yeah. I'm confused. Yeah, his plan is to make 
he's pretty much making all these clones uh-huh. to find out which programming is the best. So they found out whatever they gave Henry to make him think the way he did and survive the way he did, he's going to use that to make to put into all the other clones into an army. Yeah. Okay. So they're all as effective as he is, so that he they can now conquer the world. The only difference is they also augmented their abilities, like the boosters they were using. Mm-hmm. That's why he opens his chest out for, from the in, on top of the roof, because they're the the clones that he's fighting then are stronger. Oh, I thought it was a battery thing. No, it's a booster thing. It was a, basically think of it like um, impact. Yeah. Yeah, Starcraft. Yeah, but but permanent, <laughs> but like a permanent impact. Think of it like a turbo for an engine. Okay, Nas. No, that's temporary. <laughs> that's for the adrenaline. Permanent Nas. I don't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> it's made up word. There was a movie I actually liked this actually, guys. Crank. No, called it was called Drive. Basically, what it is was the uh, Drive. Yeah. Hold not on. that. Not that. Not that one. Okay. It was. Uh, it was a B movie. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't bring up Drive. It was a martial arts movie that was based upon uh, a character named Mark DeCascos. Uh-huh. He was a uh, uh, a Hong Kong uh, agent that had gone under surgery to have an implant in his body to give him augmented abilities with adrenaline, power, and everything like that. And basically, he runs from the the military, and they're trying to take him out. And then at the end, is an augmented version of him. They're fighting, and he. Kicks the crap out of him. Really cool martial arts. Different, but same. Same idea as this movie. Actually, literally, <laughs> it's the same movie. Just first person. Yeah. Okay. So, so the problem with the, the last fight scene that I had where he's fighting on like 20 people, mm-hmm. they, there's no way he would be able to fight them off the way that he did. Originally? You, you show 10 people coming towards you and he rushes towards one and he starts punching them and then he punches another guy next to him. But what about the other 13 guys? You can't punch at the same time, man. Yeah, but they, they should have overpowered him is what I'm saying. You mean like collapse they, they, on top of him? They, they, they fought him in the way that people fight in movies where like surrounded by ninjas and they all come one at a time. Mm-hmm. And uh, great. Of course, you're not going to beat him that way. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about it, though. You're only seeing one person at a time. You're not seeing the people hitting him from behind because you're only seeing from his eye point of view. Right. But he, uh, even so, they should still overwhelm him at some point. Just, he runs like into the middle of the crowd. And then fights his way up. They, they should have just dogpiled and that was the well, end of it. Well, that's the thing about it, though. Because <laughs> if you look... Remember that little that fight scene where he had that one person fight against him? The one go, big big uh, blonde dude that he kills? Yeah, that takes the Stimpak? Yeah, this takes the Stimpak? Yeah. That, so, uh, from what I understand, he was the most augmented out of all the, the clones. Okay. So technically, now Henry is the most augmented out of all the clones. I don't know. It's, I, I had a problem believing that fight scene. Like everything else up to that point, I could pass off as all right. If you were super androidy, you can do that. But not all those guys at the same time. Now he's just androidy, androidy. Yeah, he's like oh, he's like Cell from Dragon Ball. I don't. No, I don't. I don't. I don't do the Dragon Balls. Um, I hope not. <laughs> so was the wife really his wife, or was that just a story? Fake. Completely yeah. false programming. Okay. Fake news. Yeah, and then you have Tim Roth in there for all of five seconds for, I don't know why. There's no oh, yeah, the only reason he gained strength is because he flashed back when his dad's like, you're a pussy. Yeah. No, but there is a story. I know. Yeah, he, he tells him to turn his head backwards mm-hmm. and really want it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets up and gets it because he really wanted it. Yeah, because badly. yeah, but now he's fighting for himself. Yeah. Well, there's a line, I don't know if you remember this, in Over the Top, where he says, it's like when I turn my head backwards, I become a machine. I oh. become a different person, and Henry's a machine. Hey, look at that! 
So you're telling me this entire movie was based upon the Sylvester Stallone movie, Over the Top? It was inspired by it, at the very least. <laughs> Lincoln Hawk? This is the name of the movie. Okay. It's also Lincoln Hawks. Some announcers say Hawk. Some oh. people say Hawks. It probably ends with an X, then. <laughs> Don't look at me. That doesn't make sense. Nope. Okay. I feel like the telekinetic guy should have just... Killed Henry within a second. Yeah, I mean, all he had to do was just like basically lift him up over the roof and then drop him, or just lift him up into space. They were into the helicopter I think, blades. I, I yeah. Don't think, yeah, I don't think he can push that far. From what it looked like, every time he used his powers, he started bleeding from the mouth. Yeah, but he had like if, some severe gingivitis. Once he figured out that okay, this is this is the model that I want to use, he should have he could have and should have just ended it right then and there, mm-hmm. or even had like some sort of like failsafe device to put in the brain, like he has for everything else, like a GPS tracker. I am. Yeah. Why can't you just put a little bit of C4? Wait a minute. <laughs> Does this mean that this telekinetic guy puts all the previous models through this like training sequence where they blow up half the city? No. No? No, nobody's ever gone that far, I don't think. Okay. Well, the thing about it is is because they get he probably probably the farthest they do is they get down to the street and then Okay. Because they were really quick on the on the Cuz I was going to say that would explain if why this that- is like a normal occurrence. Everyone's like, oh, fuck, they're training a new one? <laughs> Must be a Tuesday. They're like, oh, another one of these fucking Unless robots? Unless inside of a Resident Evil-style dome. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Highly the hive. Yeah, the hive. Where everything just resets, and then, all right, next guy. <laughs> well, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Too many kids. By the way, we did review Over the Top and Resident Evil. We did. Yes. Yeah, you yeah. listen to those. Go to the archives, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we never learned our lesson. <laughs> if we learned our lesson, we stopped it in the show. That's the point. So hopefully we never learn. Yeah. So so basically, what happens <laughs> is at this final big ass fight with uh, fifty uh, people in white jumpsuits trying to attack Henry. Henry gets a little beaten up because the telekinetic also happens to start it off by throwing him to the ground. Uh, he, Henry grabs a couple of adrenaline shots, pumps it through his legs and veins, um, becomes Super Saiyan, and destroys. We, we get the Queen montage. The uh-huh. Queen montage, and he begins to. They're basically the dismantle every single one of those uh, white suits in gory disorder. Yeah, well, once he got past that part where he was being bombarded and it was like more one on one with the white suits, mm-hmm. that I enjoyed quite a bit. Yeah, that with was the like, shotguns and yeah, yeah. Uh, that was funny. I actually enjoyed that until they started getting a really, really gross. What? Like the part? No, I'm not talking about the the, the head blowing off like that. I'm talking about like he smashes one guy's head into the floor, into the, oh, the wall, yeah. and then he, oh, drags, he drags it down. He drags it down uh, until yeah. the parts of the face fall yeah. off. Oh yeah, that was yeah. a gruesome. Yeah, I'm talking about I'm talking about that level of gruesomeness. Okay. Yeah, I mean I can, I can that's it's cool. He's like kicking, punching. He's blowing people away, and then he gets really well like, gruesome. Speaking of which, the intro, the opening credits to this movie were a little weird. Yeah. Uh. The, this, it was a slow motion. First, it was a slow motion punch to the face, uh-huh. and then it was slow motion slice through the neck, bullet through the head. head. Sh- yeah, because that's head basically shot. what he did to everybody. Yeah, but it was it was very off putting. Like, what 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 is happening right now? Well, you're about to see it. Yeah, <laughs> it was interesting to see. Like, wow, you don't see that kind of stuff in slow motion. But and that up close too. Yeah, so it was it was it was one of those like, uh, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, have uh. you have you ever seen Dread? Yes, the Judge Dredd movie with yes. Carl Urban, the remake. Yeah, yeah. Where well, there's a sequence when they're high on that drug that slows them down, where you see the bullet go into the guy's stomach and come out the other end. Oh, okay. And then before that, and then that was cool. And then as it happens, then he starts reacting. Yeah, that was cool. Ah, that's what that opening title sequence reminded me of. Of when the bullet went through the guy's head. 
Okay. That's what it reminded me of. That scene from Dread. Mm. In, in fact, if you want to enjoy this movie, like search a YouTube clip of a, a couple scenes here and there. You got it. And yeah, and you that, got the gist of the movie. It. You don't. You don't need the storyline. You just need the good fighting scenes. That's all you really need to take from this movie. See, a lot of people would have said that I would enjoyed this movie because of all the fighting scenes. And I honestly, I did. There was a lot of really awesome things that happened in this movie. It did get a little too gruesome for my taste, being the big at the end and in the middle and at the beginning. But uh, <laughs> it was still, uh, I mean, the sequences and the and the time that put into doing everything was really, really well put. Yeah, it's, it's imp- like I said, it is impressive. Mm-hmm. But I really, it wears off. Yeah, but you know what I really did enjoy? The fight sequence in the, the lab, um, an abandoned building, as they're trying to get down. Oh, when the the cops trying to rape that chick? What? When the cops trying to rape that chick? What? There was when the, the cops trying. There rape was no. <laughs> there was no chick. Yeah. No, no, no. The lab, the, the lab building. Oh no, no. There's an abandoned building with, with a ghillie suit guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's the three cops. I think trying to rape a chick, and then uh, the ghillie suit guy Murdoch is saying, "Don't do anything." And he goes and he he rams a pipe down one guy's throat. Yeah. And oh yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about not talking about that. I'm not talking about that sequence. I'm talking about the one where um, they're um. They're they're found out where they are. The whatever the, oh, the first uh, one. yeah the umbrella company found them. Okay, and uh, <laughs> and basically they're trying to exit the lab and they're doing all that weird like shooting and parkour all the way down. Yeah, yeah, that okay. was really interesting. And having a French, uh, not French, was it was a, a British type of uh, old uh, World War One type of a uh, guy with a really big mustache, Pip Pip Cheerio, that guy. Oh yeah, the, yeah, British, the, the, the yeah. Moroccan version guy. Yeah, yeah, the, I think that's World War One version of him, right? Uh, maybe Monty Python esque. Yeah, yeah, but anyways, yeah. one. Yeah, Fuck. it's like it was, you might well, a Monty Python character. For oh, sure. Yeah, because it was like all that. Oh, it was all silly. It's all that like like stiff uh, British humor with a lot of um, with a lot of what's it called? Like uh, the pilot in the Mummy, when Brendan Fraser hires him to fly him. Remember? Uh, oh the, yeah, with, yeah, that kind of honor. Yeah. I would say more along the lines of, um, uh. He's John Cleese. He's John, John Cleese <laughs> from Monty Python. <laughs> what, do you mean the Minister of Silly Walks? Yeah, like, like one of those kind of guys. Yeah, I guess. The, the guy that's at the desk, like, stop it, stop it now. That was silly. Yes, that guy. Yes. <laughs> but, well, <laughs> and now for something completely different. Yeah. <laughs> so that's basically the movie. Uh. Oh, you didn't say, you didn't even okay. finish the movie. Finish so the movie. He, he gets the adrenaline rush. Finish the movie. Uh, he's pretty much taken down. He's, he flashes back to... Uh, Memories that uh, he wasn't Eli supposed Roth. to have. Tim Roth. Yeah. Eli Roth is somebody else, right? The, 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 Eli Roth's the director. Yeah. Okay. Because this is the one thing that um, the, the Copley does for Henry is he creates... Uh, he, he opens up his memory banks. Right. So he's able to relive his past history that before Androidness. Yeah, so he remembers his dad saying, hey, you're a pussy, but uh, you can either lay there and bleed, or you can get up and kill the ones that made you bleed. Yeah. And then he's like, well, I'm going to kill him. Yeah, he's, oh, that's what I'm get, waiting for. Yeah. All he right. gets up, he wraps his hand in barbed wire, he, he runs and jumps at, at the telekinetic guy, uh, pummels him a couple times, he takes his eyeball out of his socket, and wraps decapitates around his head him with and it. And he caps it, yeah. <laughs> that was just really like, strong tinsel. Yeah. Uh, and then throws the head into the helicopter, jumps in the helicopter where the wife is there. The wife, by the way, it turns out is Telekinetic Guy's wife. And uh, what did you do with him? 
Here's his head. Oh, no! Well, I can't believe you did that! No! And she, she, he, uh, she starts shooting him, and then he does a strategic block of one of the bullets and bounces well, it back right at her. Yeah, because his block is basically covered in... His hand's basically metal. Yeah. Yeah. And then she almost falls out of the helicopter. She's like, but Henry, I loved you! Yeah. Save me! Use your heart! And then he shuts the door on her and <laughs> cutting her fingers. Cut your fingers off. Off. <laughs> yeah, you hear her fall, and then and then and that's directed end. by. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, huh. and you're like, whoa. Yeah, that was, so that, was, that was a fun, funny yeah. little ending. Yeah, but yeah, that was basically it. Mm-hmm. It's real hard because it's just action sequence after action sequence. The story is, is secondary, which it should have been, but I feel like it should have just been a better story. Uh huh. See, this is the real question about it. You don't really see Henry's face except for, like, in, like, maybe a little bit of the glass. Right. He does look a little bit like Henry's father, Tim Roth. But a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But the main a- the actor, I think it was the Andrei Dmitriev, I think his name? I can't pronounce it sure. well, probably. Mm-hmm. He's got, like, multi- in IMDb, he's got, like, like, three or four names. I don't know. Andrei Dmitriev. That's an L? That, Andre. Andre? Yeah. <laughs> it is an I. I don't have my glasses. Oh, fair enough. So, I, I, we barely see him. He, honestly, he looks like Bruce Campbell to me. Okay. Yeah, so. At least a younger Bruce Campbell without, without the chin, because we never really see his chin. So, that's, that's it. That's pretty much it, yeah. I mean, it was really interesting for, um, Charlton Copley. I mean, he was, I think, the most interesting part of the movie where it wasn't action sequence based, but yeah. more, he got to play so many different people. It was great. That was fun. Yeah. He, I mean, remember that one part where he's trying to beat up a bunch of people as a punker? Yeah. And a bat? That was funny. There, there, there was a fun scene when you find out that they're all clones where he comes out, he's singing a Sinatra song. Yeah, and then he falls apart every <laughs> first. Yeah. And he comes out with a new one. Yeah. That, that was, that was a fun little thing. Uh, but I don't know if that's my Sinatra bias. That's about it. I don't know. I wouldn't recommend other people to watch this. Yeah. Like I said, just watch the YouTube clips. I'm starting to get series. a headache too from the from oh, yeah? from the camera angles, oh. and I don't get like nauseous. Like I remember when the Blair Witch was in theaters, everybody's like, "Oh, I got sick from the." I didn't get motion sickness from. It. I just started getting a headache from okay. just the camera. Yeah. All right. Well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said, at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials of critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? You know, let's go with the bad ones because I know it's going to happen. Okay. Chris Narshawadi of Entertainment Weekly says, I'm sure a lot of people call a hardcore Henry innovative and groundbreaking, and maybe it is. But it also feels more like a cool gimmick than a movie, and that gimmick gets old really fast. Oh, yeah. Didn't we just say that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kyle Smith of the New York Post says, For the first time ever, a movie has actually done it. Hardcore Henry has precisely replicated the experience of watching someone else play a video game. That's what I said. It was like me watching my friends. And finally, Stephen Witte of the New York Daily News says, You could go see Hardcore Henry, or you could gulp down a pint of vodka, load in Grand Theft Auto, then strap the TV to your face and throw yourself down the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I want to pay the hospital bills, though. Oh, that's good. That was good. <laughs> that might have been our best, like, punny. Yeah. Well, it's not really a pun, but. but it was funny. Yeah. yeah. So, technically, it could be punny. Okay. <laughs> uh, now it's time for the good reviews. They have those? Yeah. There's oh. a few. Uh, Peter Travers at Rolling Stone says, It's all about the ride, the relentless wallop and whoosh. But, hey, sometimes that's all a sin a junkie needs for a fix. <laughs> good review from Tim Roth. Easy payday. 
<laughs> one day's of work. Yeah. Uh, Michael Ordonia of the San Francisco Chronicle says, if one can accept the story's video game logic and cope with the kin- uh, kinetosis, hardcore Henry is often exhilarating and extreme. Finally, Adam Graham of the Detroit News says, Hardcore Henry doesn't just get under your skin. It gets behind your eyeballs and uses your head as its own cockpit. For hardcore thrills, Henry is your guy. Technically, it got in front of the eyeballs and behind the eyeballs and around the um, optic nerve and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whatever else that's connected to that thing. Uh, yep. All around. Now, it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on its Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics on the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Uh, let's do the audience first. Okay. Because uh, this is basically for the audience. I mean, the, the critics, they, there's not much for them to grab onto, but the audience would have to be the voice that they're trying to reach here. Because they're not trying to win a Grammy or anything. or Oscar. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Any awards. <laughs> they might be trying to win a Razzie. Uh, but, uh, audience, I, I can't imagine people would like it any more than we did. But there may be some hardcore gamers that are all up there. Some hardcore Henrys? Yeah. I'll give it a 21. Okay. Twenty-one for the 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 audience. I go for forty-three. Fifty-four percent. Whoa! Why so. it disappear so quick? Well, I guess the fifty-four is not good. It's just much better than my score. <laughs> 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 and now the critics, the tomato meter. This one has to be low. Uh, like there's, the only thing you can really grab onto is the the, the gimmick and Murdoch. 39. Ooh, 38. 50%. Huh. Huh. Indeed. Interesting. So it's eh. It's like average. <sighs> well, it, I, their transitions were really good. Okay. It were, the, and the majority of the movie was like one shot in like 15 minutes. Yes. They, they did try to do that a, a lot. The, from the, the director guy that uh, uh, I heard the podcast from, that, he, he made it very clear that he wasted a lot of people's times to make sure that it was a lot of them were in one shot. See, another thing I wanted to know was because of the same situation is because what you said about the, uh, the director, they did a lot of this in the original movies uh, in the 50s and 40s. Like Citizen Kane, I think, was one of them that actually had these long shots mm. where they would take – they wouldn't be uh, cuts. It would be straight through the whole thing. Birdman tried to do that. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's, uh, it brings you back to like a original or – um, it's uh, old time of filming, which is also very difficult to do. Yeah, imagine like in the last scene, you fuck up a line. Ah, <laughs> oh, I shot the whole thing over again. He's like, that's why he doesn't talk. Yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. <laughs> oh, He's been oh, a lot oh. of our movies, uh-huh. and since we love him, we decided to ask what role would Giamatti have had in the movie. Oh, no, would there's, you rather there's only, have... there's only like three roles. He yeah, no, I don't want. He's either the, the telekinetic. You can't take out. I don't Murdoch. want to take out Murdoch. He's either the bad guy or Tim Roth. The dad. Yeah, uh, I guess I'd rather see him as a bad guy. It'd be weird to put put him in that role because he's. Well, I guess it would explain him being not so in shape if he has telekinetic <laughs> powers. Yeah, well, unless yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, I'll go with the bad guy. Was it Aiken? Was that his name? Yeah. 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 
Okay. Oh, for me? Yeah. Oh, um, I would probably would have gone with um, one of one of the guys in the beginning that kept on like saying that he, before they died. Uh, he, oh, he, the scientist. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. Well, the guy that was playing on the computer, like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. what yeah. voice do you want to have? Yeah. Darth Vader? Yeah. Or... Oh, yeah. Okay. But yeah, I can see that. That could work. Uh, now it's time for trivia. This is the part. Yes, of... no, that'd be great, too, because he's the one that took the, the skate pod, right? Oh, yeah. He's yeah. like, he's like, sorry, only room for one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see him yeah, doing yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> now it's part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. I have an exact count for the number of on-screen deaths. Would you oh. like to take a guess how many on-screen deaths there <laughs> oh were? Oh, my. You want me to take a stab at it? Yeah. <laughs> Get it? Stab? Hey, yeah. Um, 87. 87, okay. I was going to go higher than that. I was, I was going to think how high over 100 I want to go. Because they had to die. Because like just like disappear. Yeah, because you got well, uh, 30 to 40 off the, off the bat are the white suit guys. Yes. And then all throughout the movie, there's just people dying left and right. All the SWAT oh, teams. I forgot about the SWAT team. Damn, can I change my number? Hmm? All right. Um, I'm going to go with uh, 187. Whoa. Okay. That's where. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with 139. 211 deaths oh! on screen. Oh! Well done. Henry was played by 10 different stuntmen and cameramen, including the director Ilya Nashuller. He was originally played by Russian stuntman camera operator Sergei Valvayev. But the camera rig used in production eventually caused him severe neck pain. The role was given to Andre Dementiev, who also suffered neck pain as well in addition to losing a tooth after being struck by a stuntman. Oh, my. In the scenes where Danila Kozlovsky and Charlotte Copley talked directly to Henry. Vyav and Dementiev wore shades to prevent the actors or actresses from looking at them directly in the eye and instead focused on the camera. Okay. And finally, according to Charlotte Copley, the stuntmen for this film were so impressive that the total injuries of the cast and crew were only five stitches and one lost tooth. Well, that's not bad for all the crap that's, they did. That's serious. Yeah. By the way, I did notice the, uh, the, the, the girls in the whorehouse were looking at the, <laughs> the guy in the eyeball, not oh, the camera. Oh, really? Yeah, I did notice that okay. at one point. But you, you got to figure, yeah. Maybe he's got a weird haircut. <laughs> yeah, they, I, I figured these girls, they were playing those roles, not at the top of their acting game. Yeah. yeah. So that made sense to me. Uh Money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year, so we can get a feel financially how well this film held held up to its peers. The budget, two million dollars. I was going to say it lasts a lot, but it doesn't seem that much. <laughs> how much? What's what do you think its total worldwide gross is off of two million dollars? Ooh, this will be difficult. Don't don't forget, Hardcore Henry also was filmed in Russia. Oh right? yeah, it's probably a lot better overseas. Maybe it's possible. Any person that loves parkour, like Dunder Mifflin people, would we love this movie. <laughs> parkour, parkour. Parkour, parkour. Oh, man. Two million. Well, the thing is how it came and went really quickly. It, it couldn't have done that well here, at least. But I, I, I got to take into effect the overseas. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with eight million. Okay. Seven million. Okay. Forty-seven million. In the in the U.S., this grows nine point two million. Oh my God. Overseas, seven point five million, bringing its total gross to sixteen point eight million. So it is a profitable movie. Yeah, huh? But it it's a profitable movie, but it wasn't the movie that was. You can't really make a sequel. Yeah, no, it's only profitable because it was so cheap to make. Yeah, like like a horror movie. Yeah, so cheap. Well, yeah, you got to think that you know you have to pay a whole crew for this. It's just the stunt guy and the camera. Yeah, and like the main actors, and well, it's a lot of stuntmen. Over yeah, 200. Yeah, it is. 
But I, I, I don't. I feel like they don't get paid that much compared to the actors. Yeah. This is true, but man, it's a lot of stuntmen. Plus, well, they're probably making. Plus, they're making a Russian salary as opposed to like an American stuntman salary. Yeah, plus sure a lot cheaper. of the stuntmen could have been reused. They were all wearing a lot of masks. Yeah, that's true. It could have been maybe ten stuntmen per scene. I think the only time they actually showed the faces were when they were in the white shoots. So maybe it's the same white suits the whole time. Yeah. This film opened in fifth place on the weekend of April eighth, twenty sixteen, with five point one million. Number one that week was The Boss. Do you remember the movie that is? That movie with Melissa McCarthy? Yes. Oh, I think okay. that's on uh, HBO or yeah. Netflix now. Yeah. When we were in New York, that, that came on HBO like three different times. Oh, is that supposed to be the, like a Martha Stewart type of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was it any good? No. <laughs> I think so. She's okay in it, but the overall story is eh. I, I got burnt out on That her. little guy from uh, Game of Thrones is in it. Oh. What's his name? Tywin Lannister? Yeah. Tyrion. He's, Tyrion. The, he's the bad guy? His real name. You know, uh, space pants. And <laughs> finally, Hardcore Henry was the 139th highest grossing film of 2016. Wow. Nice. Number one, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Figures. Where can you watch Hardcore Henry, Adam? Uh, you can watch it on Amazon. Uh, if you want to do that, go to our website first. Click on the banner. It takes you to Amazon. You can do your shopping as normal. It doesn't cost you anything extra. But, it helps uh, support the show. Every GoPro that you buy <laughs> yep. helps support the show. Yep, yep, yep. If you want to make not, your own movie. If you want to make your own hardcore Henry. Yeah. yeah, not just any GoPro. I mean, you can wear buy anything from Amazon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, whatever you choose. That's 2016's Hardcore Henry, directed by Ilya Nashuler. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch it for any other requests. Next week... Is our big 150th episode oh, yeah. before we do our spoilies episode four? Uh, so we're so the clues I gave last week. We're completing a trilogy. You would say uh, the of main sorts. character has an accent. The actor, the main actor, is someone we've done a lot of. Yep. Um, it's a, a lot of jokes. We reference this movie a lot. Yep. So we decided for our big 150th episode. I just got to say one line. <laughs> Sigh. Nora. <laughs> we're doing Con Air. Oh God! We're completing. We're completing the Nick Cage action trilogy. We did The Rock. Yeah, we did Face Off. On. Face Off was our hundredth episode. And then now we're doing Con Air. We're completing the Cage trilogy. He has an Alabama Southern accent for no reason. You sure? I only trust two people. One was me. Other was not you. When he has the gun on John Cusack, <laughs> we always do that fucking Sayonara joke. Yeah, we bash that in the ground. Uh, it has a relatively all-star cast, like I said. There's oh, yeah. a lot of as Malkovich, has John Cusack, it has uh, Dave Chappelle. Cage, Chappelle's in it, Trejo, Danny Trejo, Bubble Gump. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was fun. Everybody calls him Bubba Gump, but is actually, but but he's not a Gump. No, he's just Bubba. Yeah, <laughs> but everyone calls him Bubba Gump. Like 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 uh, I was watching that movie with my uncle one time, and he goes, "Hey, that's Bubba Gump." <laughs> I'm like, but he's not a gump, deal. Yeah. And he goes, ah, whatever. You same. know, you know who it is. Yeah, same difference. <laughs> it's I, I blame that on the food tr- food chain. Yeah, yeah. Not the worst food, but not the best either. Mm-hmm. So, Adam, I remember you said uh, of the three Nick Cage action movies, this was your least favorite, Connor, yeah. compared to The Rock and and, and Face, Face Off. Off. Oh, Face Off is miles above all of them. Oh, I know that. Yeah, definitely. Ooh. 
We are good looking. <laughs> you're hot. You're hot. But Con Air's fun, too. Yeah, it's fun. It's definitely fun. Oh, and Buscemi's in it. Oh, yeah, Buscemi. <laughs> Garland Green. Yeah. <laughs> like a serial murderer. Yeah. There's a lot of fun stuff in this movie. He, pull, he pulls like a Hannibal Lecter bit. The whole movie. Yeah. I heard there's a theory that <laughs> that little girl, when she comes out waving, bye, that that's a ghost. Oh. <laughs> that he straight up murdered her because you're like oh he didn't kill her and yeah. some people are like no dude that's a fucking ghost like, that was a that was a creepy, straight up murder that chick yeah got the whole world in his hands because I do that's what he's to say <laughs> you got to laugh oh it's like oh no she'll die that wasn't her <laughs> <laughs> and I love that he's just playing craps at the very end yeah this guy's supposed to be Hannibal Lecter of this world and yeah. everyone's like Oh, that guy kind of looks familiar. Oh, but he's rolling another seven. Yeah. He must be really lucky. Yep. So, Con Air. Big 150th episode. After that, it'll be our spoilies where we review episodes 100 through one, 101 through 150. Um, just real quick for the audience, I just want to recap some of the movies we've seen. Not all of them. I just want to throw okay. a few highlights. Also for us, because I'm not going to remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we have categories like best movie, worst movie, best villain, yeah, best hero, best actor, biggest letdown, biggest, biggest letdown, yeah, stuff like that. So here are some of the highlights from our past fifty. And what's great is the shows release weekly. Yeah, there's fifty-two weeks in a year. Yeah, we've done fifty. We do it every fifty episodes, so yeah. it's sort of like a year-long recap. Yeah, just like the Oscars. Yeah. Some notable movies we've done. That may or may not have won awards. Lady in the Water. That's a possible worst movie. Jumani. Uh Die Hard with a Vengeance. That's a possible best villain for Adam. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Die Hard with a Vengeance. This is the third, third one. one. Which means... Simon says. And the aspirin and the... Ha! Yeah. <laughs> you got his number. Yeah. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Oh, yeah. That could be a, a oh. worse one. Yeah. Uh, now, we can't include... I don't. I don't think we could include our November ones just because they're. We all we love our November ones. Okay. Can't hardly wait. Oh, Lethal right, Weapon. The, the yeah. Goonies. We can still choose it. We can still choose them if we don't like them. Because one of us yeah, is well, thankful I, for it, the other two might not be. That's true. I might not like his uh, Goonies. Goonies. That's cool. true. Yeah. Uh, we did the Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, <laughs> that, that, that might. Yeah, that might. <laughs> uh. That was so painful. Oh, that's so painful. We did the Giver. Oh, I like that one. Mm-hmm. The Power Rangers movie. Uh, Which one? Pa- Power Rangers. Which one? The first one. The uh, Ivan Ooze. Ah, oh, gotcha. Punish- Why do I know these? Pun- we did Punisher War Zone mm-hmm. with Jester. Uh, we did <laughs> Bloodsport, and you can look. You can go to our website to find the rest. But those are some notable ones. Those ones, uh, I think, some of them that I read might. When I think we should have a category most forgettable, like we watch that. Yeah, I, I feel like we should have that. There's category. a lot of them. There's yeah, a lot of these that. that I'm looking at. I'm like, really? like Krampus. I'm like, we watch that. That's yeah. another sea salt. I think yeah. that was a good movie. There, there was a oh yeah on on the website now. I made it easier to, to go through the archives. So if you go to the website and click on the uh, spoilers archives, there'll be a list of all the movies. Mm-hmm. So you can select it that way instead of having to scroll through every single page. That's a good idea. Yeah, cool. man. So and I think there's a picture. So you can see ooh. Well. Oh yeah, there's a little thumbnail yeah. of, the, of, the, of a screenshot of the, screen, of the movie. All right, guys, we did it. We made an hour long <laughs> episode <laughs> out of Hardcore Henry. 
Yeah, I didn't think we were going to do that. Yeah. So uh, next week's Con Air might be a little long. There's a lot yep. to go over in there. Yeah. Bill Simmons and Am Corolla have a, an episode with Damashek. Oh. No, no, the Damashek oh. one is Face Off. That's right. But they go over Con Air, and okay. they bring up some very funny points. Okay. Mm, I'm going to avoid that to make sure I don't steal anything from them. Okay. Can I just tell you one point they bring up that okay. I also think is pretty ridiculous? Well, since it now we can't use it anyway. So it's yeah, fine. it's it's the it's the it's the trial where where Nick Cage is oh, like convicted, yeah. and uh, Bill Simmons goes, he goes, w- w- where was the jury in this situation? <laughs> like, who are you going to side with the these drunken redneck bikers or or the soldier who fought your for your freedom? Yeah, and Bill Simmons also brings up another joke where he where he <laughs> I love this joke. Uh, Bill Simmons brings up a joke where he uh, he goes, "Why are these guys trying to fuck with like this this like green beret? Like, hey, you served your country. You're a jerk." Yeah. <laughs> valid, right. valid, very valid points. Yep. All right. So check out Con Air, and until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Astro. I'm Adam. <laughs>